Welcome to Inbound Sales Journey. If you want to hone your sales skills and learn from the leaders on inbound selling, you've come to the right place. This episode of Inbound Sales Journey is brought to you by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. Now, here are your hosts, Ryan and Greg. Welcome back to Inbound Sales Journey, episode number 27 this week. I'm your host, Gray McKenzie. I'm joined by Ryan Herman. And this week, we're continuing on the theme from season number three here, where we are answering one common objection that you hear during the sales process when you're trying to sell inbound services to a prospect. And so this week, we're going to be answering another objection. Last week, what we talked about was the objection around how is this going to impact my sales team right now if we start doing all this inbound marketing. And we talked through what you need to keep in mind and how you answer that objection and move forward and provide that service to the prospect. So this week what we're going to be diving into is this is kind of the question around what internal resources outside of the budget do I need to commit in order to make this work? So sometimes this comes in the form of, well, do I need everyone on my team to start blogging? Who needs to be involved from my team? How many internal resources do I have to commit to this? And there's a lot of different ways that you may hear this phrased, but that is the general objection. So Ryan, from your experience selling inbound services, the conversations that you've had with other agency sales folks, what are you seeing as the best way to answer this objection and help the prospect through this decision-making process that they are going through. Yeah, this is one that I, that I actually hear a good amount. Talked with some other people, and obviously we got this submitted by another agency asking us to, to address this one. But essentially the, what people are trying to figure out is, okay, obviously there's a monetary investment in what we're doing, but what is also kind of the internal resource investment? And I hear like you said, should we be blogging? Who needs to be involved? How many internal resources do I have to commit? And I kind of break it down for people like this. There are internal resources that you need to commit, but not everyone needs to be doing blogging. I guess I'll start with addressing that one specifically first. So the way that I explain it to people is everyone in your organization has different talents. Not everyone's a great writer. Not everyone's a great speaker. Everyone has kind of their different thing that they are good at. So if everyone is contributing to a blog post, you're not always going to get the quality content that you need to be. So it's important for us and for them to figure out if they are going to be doing some things in-house, who, where are the strengths of those people and who do we want to be the ones doing the writing and, and, and things like that. And now, the way that we do it great at our agency is we have kind of a mixed bag of clients. Now, some of them are a little bit more involved. They actually do have people that are writing. Uh, they have a team that's, that's kind of dedicated and some resources that are dedicated to actually implementing some of the inbound marketing content and we're there to kind of oversee or step in and help them as well if, if they get a little bit overwhelmed or there's too much. And then we have people that say, we don't have the internal team. We don't want to commit any resources and we want you guys to do it all, in which case we have professional writers, you know, that can step in and do that. So I will explain to them in that way as well. You can be involved. You don't have to be involved. But if you are involved, we're going to make sure that the people who possess the right talents are doing the right jobs. Now, that's specific for things like writing and content creation. But what I do say is everyone in your company has different experiences and different ideas. So although they might not be the one actually writing the blog, they may have experience with knowing some good ideas for content based on their experience with talking with different clients in, in a sales role or in a marketing role or as executives. So it's important that 
everyone is at least willing to contribute ideas, is on board with inbound marketing, understands why it's important so that we can pull from their experience because everyone has the ideas to fuel the content. How the content gets done is going to be depending on those people's strengths. So that's typically, Gray, how I will address that when it comes to internal resources. Yeah. Well, I think that's good. I really don't have that much to add onto that, Ryan. I think that the internal resources, this is going to vary. One thing that I think can easily, maybe not easily be overlooked, but I've seen this be overlooked before by people, but it's just what are your goals? Where are you trying to go with this? Because that doesn't only impact the budget, but it also impacts your internal participation and what that commitment needs to look like. So, you, know, you may not need everyone to blog. You may need to get insights from everyone. Or if you're going after one specific pain or one subset, maybe there's one part of your organization that can contribute better to achieving that goal. So I think looking at that, the other thing that I want to look, on, look at, and you hit on this, Ryan, is when the blogging thing comes up specifically. And I think that we're going to see this change as the mediums change. And you know, there's always going to be this evolution. But if you're just looking at it's not really fair. It's kind of a misnomer to say traditional blogging. What blogging has evolved into here in the past three, four, five years, where it's become more accepted for companies to blog, if that's the only medium that you're looking at, I think you're missing out on a lot of opportunities where maybe podcasting or especially video and social engagement, some of these other areas where you have folks who have skills that could contribute in those areas internally. And I think there's a big opportunity where you can pull in folks in the capacity, kind of as you mentioned, the capacity that best fits with their skill set. And that doesn't mean that just because you have somebody who has great audio skills that you start a podcast, if that's not right, but it does mean figure out how to use those skills in the areas that you're ready to to kind of move forward with. So I think there's no clear-cut answer to this that's, uh, you know, other than it depends on what we're trying to achieve here, but it's going to take some participation, but it's not going to, you know, this is something where we can make this, the whole reason that you're hiring us is to make this achievable for your team. Yeah, good stuff, Gray. I don't really have a whole lot to add. We kept this one short and sweet, which is good. Hopefully some good direct answers for you guys. On that, we will wrap up episode 27 with that. I appreciate you guys listening. A couple things I want to let you know about. Number one, next week, what we're going to be talking about is an objection that we've heard a couple of times. It sounds like a few of you guys are hearing this as well. You start to talk with some of these business owners that say, you know, we're more of a traditional market. People aren't doing as much research online for our product. I'm not sure if it makes sense to be a fit here. We're going to talk about how you approach that, how you overcome that. The other thing I want to let you guys know about is something we're pretty excited about. What we wanted to do was help empower you and your sales team in, in a way that allows them to get easy access to overcoming certain objections you're going to hear a lot. So what we've done is we've taken the, the top 12 most commonly heard objections. We've created an ebook, which you can go to the show notes. So if you go over to doinbound.com, if you go to the Learning Center and check out Inbound Sales Journey, you can see all of our episodes there. At the bottom, you can download an ebook that lists out those 12 objections And then our answers to help overcome that. You can take that, print it out, share it with your sales team. But that's a great training tool, especially if you're bringing on someone who maybe is a little bit newer. You're trying to get them up to speed quickly. So go over and check that out. And we'll uh, talk with you next time. 
Thank you for listening to Inbound Sales Journey. You can find the show's notes for today's episode at doinbound.com slash salesjourney. That's doinbound, all one word, dot com slash salesjourney. Today's show is sponsored by Do Inbound, the world's first project and process management platform built specifically for inbound marketing agencies. Learn more at doinbound.com. If you enjoyed this episode, why don't you head over to iTunes and subscribe? Make sure you leave us a review of the show. Until next time, remember, life is a journey. Keep moving forward.